and welcome to episode 19 of the Oki Show Show. How's everybody doing? I am back to the land of the living. All of the movies have wrapped. Finally. I can't say really finally, though, because it was only two 15-day shoots. But doing Hellraiser and then Children of the Corn, just like back-to-back, -back, I have so much horror movie in my blood now. It's kind of amazing. So much so that... Hey, you know what? Let's just dive right into the uh, into the announcements. By golly, by gum. So, I am actually uh, this is the first official thing that I'm producing this year. It's a short film, and there's auditions happening for this short film. It is a suspense horror short called Vessel, written and directed by Mr. James Ray, who's actually been on the show. And uh, I'm just going to read you the casting call. It's the story of a young woman who is abducted by a sadistic murderer who may not be of this world. Character breakdowns include Vessel, who is a 20s to 30s male, playful, charming, funny, and violently homicidal. Vessel is positively bursting with electric energy, Whedon-esque energy. And then he's playing across from a character called Chloe, who is a 20s female, She's depressed, manic, scared, angry, smart, and vengeful. Chloe is a beautiful, smoldering roller coaster of emotion that speaks volumes with her eyes. Now, this is a sizzle reel that what we're shooting, and a sizzle reel is basically a fundraising tool to get the money for a larger project, usually a feature film. So, it's the sizzle reel to fundraise for a much larger feature film by the same title. Shooting dates are going to be May 14th through the 15th, and with it being a sizzle reel, sadly, there's no pay, but you will get copy, you'll get credit, and by golly, if you're on one of my sets, you're going to have a good time. That's like my number one priority if I'm in charge of anything. It's going to be fun. Gosh darn it. And um, one kind of cool thing is if you're cast for the short film, there's a pretty darn good chance that you're going to end up keeping that role for the feature film which will pay, uh, and that'll start production hopefully around next year. <clears throat> it's also a great chance to meet most of the folks that were actually working on Hellraiser and Children of the Corn. So the auditions are going to be April 21st from noon to 5 p.m. Each person gets a five-minute increment slot, and it's going to be on the third floor of the Paramount Building right here in room 305. You'll be able to see Oki Shosho headquarters, and uh, you can come, audition, give us everything you got, and then maybe you can be in the next awesome horror short film. So, yes. Uh, so, that's kind of what's going on in my neck of the woods. I'm all alone. I just got out these movies, and then I come home, and the old wifey poo just started season whatever the hell on this TV show called Street Outlaws. <sighs> hey, if you're wanting to be a production assistant, you should... Email her at laneygilliland at yahoo.com. That's L-A-N-E-Y-G-I-L-I-L-L-A-N-D at yahoo.com. And she will more than likely hire you to be PA on Street Outlaws. Because that's what she does. She does the hiring. But while she's doing all that, I'm alone at home. And now it's like she's returning the favor. I'm a film widower. I'm all alone all day. And it's a terrible schedule. She works from like 10 a.m. to like midnight every single day. <sighs> Anywho, let's get back into some announcements, shall we? So, um, tonight being a Thursday, there's going to be a big film fundraiser, which is what this episode is actually about. 
and it's for the film You People, directed and written by Laurent Chapman. And uh, it's a big film fundraising and networking launch party from 7 to 9 p.m. on the second floor of the Paramount, right downstairs. It's going to be in the Paramount room in the bar and all that jazz. It's going to be super, super fun. You're going to hear all about it and all about the movie on this episode. So stay tuned. Listen to the whole darn thing because it's really great. And the movie is going to be fantastic. So the next day, April 15th, it's tax day. And dear God, do I have work to do with taxes. But it's also going to be the Big Funny Friday Show from 8 to 10 p.m. at Bistro 46. You can come have some big laughs with this month's lineup of comedians. Spencer Hicks. Hey, he's been on the show. Uh, Madison Allen. Jenny Goodwin. Stephen Patchen. Julie Drake. And it's all hosted by comedian Ben Flint. April 16th, there's going to be improv from OKC Improv at the Paramount Theater, right down on the... (laughs) Everything happens in this building. Everything that I'm announcing, I'm realizing it is all happening in this one building. So, you know, just move here, stay here, and there's apparently entertainment and crazy stuff happening every single day. But OKCI is going to be downstairs in the Paramount Theater from 7.30 to 11 p.m. on the 16th. And also, that is baby Katie's first... Also, that is my... Baby niece's birthday. She's turning five years old. So happy birthday, Katie. Don't listen to this show because it's kind of foul and you're too young. You're only five. Why are you listening to this podcast? There's F-bombs on this thing. Go away. Okay, back to the show. So the 16th is also going to be a pretty big deal because there's an event happening called the first annual Planet Thunder Brainstorm. That's going to be at the District House at 7 p.m. And this is an event where guest speaker Fritz Kirsch, who was the original director of the original Children of the Corn, hey, a panel of psychopaths, Ryan Belgart, Kyle Roberts, and Bo Leland, all local directors, and the local community will talk about what inspires them and what works and doesn't work within the current film and TV industry. Plus, you get to see a brand new trailer for Electric Nostalgia. That's a big freaking deal. So go to this brainstorm at District House at 7 p.m. this Saturday. It's going to be amazeballs. For more information, you can go to planetthunderfilms.com. And then the last thing that I got on my list of things going on around here. Norman Music Festival is going to be April 21st through the 23rd. Holy baseballs! It's going to be awesome. If you like local bands or if you... I've never seen a local band. Go to Norman Music Festival. It's really, really worth it. Every single band that's good around here is playing. Except for Ophidelis, but that's neither here nor there. Actually, I totally forgot to even apply this year for Norman Music Festival, so this is actually the first time we haven't played Norman Music Fest in like five years? Has it been that long? Dear God. We're gonna release an album someday. But that's all I got. So, today's episode, we're talking about you people. No, not you. The movie You People. And it's pretty great. So, here we go. Let's just dive right into it. Episode 19 of The Oki Show Show. All right, welcome to The Oki Show Show, the podcast that dives into the finer details of navigating Oklahoma's film and music industry. I am joined today with a cavalcade of characters. 
Welcome, guys. Let's go around the room and introduce yourselves. I'm Eric Kurtz. I'm LaRon Chapman. Lorraine Comfort. Matthew Tazzatano. And you guys are here to talk about you a new people. movie. You people! You people. Yours, which is, by the way, like the best title for a movie ever. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, also, we should go around the room and tell everybody what you do on the movie. Oh, that, that is... I, I, oh. <laughs> well, Eric, I'll speak, I'll, speak, I'll speak for Eric. Yeah, Eric speak helped me shoot the promo, promotional ads that were going to premiere at my launch party for you people. So he does cinematography here in the state. Beautiful. Beautiful. And Lorraine, what are you doing on this shindig? I don't know. I've kind of done a little bit of everything. Eric, uh, uh, Lorraine is kind of, I'm going to tell you who everyone is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lorraine, everyone or everything? <laughs> Lorraine is, okay. I would call her one of my creative advisors. She's read through the script. She's helping me with all the behind the scenes, like setting up event coordinating things, yeah. trying to get everything together so that I can promote it. So I'd call you like my, kind of like my publicist. You're kind of... I can do that. I'll take that title. That, okay. and that, well, that's like super important because you guys are not, well, you're not even in pre-production yet. You're like not quite fundraising. Right. Yeah, we're in the yeah. fundraising stage. So. Yes, which is why you're here. Which right is now. why we're here. Yeah. So call now. We're taking calls. <laughs> and then Matt, what do you do on the Okay, I will speak for you. Soon. <laughs> um, if you can't tell, I'm the I'm, I'm going to be the director. <laughs> no, um, Matthew uh, is he acts in some of the promo videos, but also he had the um, the privilege of reading every single draft of my script, nice. e even the 200 page epic that it originally was in, and he we we slowly whittled it down to 87. We've had pages. many a meeting <laughs> to whittle that down, and now it's what 87. So he may know these characters about as much as I do now. That's really cool, and that's that's so good that you've got so many people that are giving you input because like it's not like one of those scripts that is just one dude writing by himself, right? In a dark room. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, I I feel like that sometimes, but yes, <laughs> but yeah. So um, I'm gonna have you give us the old elevator pitch. For you people, but we're going to do it in a very unique way. Okay. You're going to do it as if you actually are on an elevator. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you ready? Okay, oh here we go. Got to get the old elevator music going here. Oh, man. This is perfect. <laughs> so, You People is a satirical comedy about contemporary stereotypes towards minority groups. The lead character is an African-American male adopted by a white family. He's very whitewashed into like country and rock and um, very alternative, a very alternative black male. His best friend is a white guy that is the complete opposite of him. He is totally into the urban hip hop culture scene. Um, it's set in college. There's this girl that's really attracted to the African-American guy. So he has to go under this cultural transformation to tap into his inner blackness with the help of his white friend. <laughs> that is fantastic. And that has been today's edition of Elevator Pitch. <laughs> I didn't want you to do oh, that awesome. for forever. That's, <laughs> that is awesome. perfect. <laughs> Literally just YouTube. So, okay, if you had two movies that you could compare this to, <clears throat> like it's Blade Runner meets Jurassic Park, <laughs> which would be an amazing movie. <laughs> um... Well, there's a recent movie that just came out of this, um, that touched on the same subject called Dear White People. Um, I would say that that touches a lot on this, the same issues uh, in a different way, a little more aggressive way. Mine's a lot more lighthearted. But, um, 
And then I, I mean, I hate to compare it to some teen comedy like Clueless or Mean Girls, but it has that kind of snappy, witty yeah. dialogue approach to it. So um, there's a lot of um, interplay between two characters at a time. It kind of sounds like, just from the pitch, like it kind of sounds almost like a coming-of-age story? Yeah, it's coming-of-age story, yeah. Um, nice. We kind of see him transition from, you know, sophomore in college and all the way into graduation. So Yeah, that's cool. So what is the backstory of the story? The backstory? Um, that is a deep conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Life. No, it's, you have 30 um, seconds, go. You have 30 seconds. Yeah, it's... Um, I would say that I took a lot of experiences that have happened to me um, personally, whether it's uh, running with police officers. No, I've never been arrested. But, uh, but I have. For a busted taillight, but that's a story for another day. Right. Um, certain encounters in grocery stores where I've been followed, or, you know, like the profiling sort of yeah. stuff. Um, but there's. Um, but I wanted to make it a little bit more broad and not specifically just about race because there's so many different ways that we can put people in boxes or stereotype and, and we're all victims to it in some, in some capacity. So I wanted it to be kind of an all-encompassing like, you know, you know, that we're not these, you know, one-dimensional characters. There's so many different yeah. aspects to us. But I would say that I just took certain elements in my life that I found interesting. One thing that, that I'm told very often as an educated black male <laughs> is, you know, I, is that I am the whitest black guy that they've ever met. Yeah. Whatever that means. Right, so, yeah. Um, and I think it kind of stemmed from that kind of thinking, you know, it's yeah. like, I think, I know what they're trying to say, but it's I like, don't what know. What does that mean? I don't know if they know that it's offensive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Because well, my, my buddy Brandon has the same thing. Like, he's, I think you've met him. Like, he's, he's black as can be, and people say, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there I know what you mean. Righteous <laughs> fro. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, your whitest black. And what's funny is they normally mean it as a compliment, you know, so it's like, so I, I can't be, I can't be angry about it. Right. Just, just kind of like, well, how do I approach this? Like, just makes me wonder, has there ever been anyone who's been like, you are the blackest black guy I've ever met? Yeah, exactly. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, right. yeah, and hopefully this will open up some type of dialogue. I mean, you know, it's done in a, I think, really subtle way. And that's why I initially fell in love with the script. Because I too can identify uh, with uh, Laurent's experiences, and I've experienced the same uh, type of you know things that he's experienced. Yeah. Um, you I almost know. call it like accidental racism. Accidental he, racism. Yeah, yes. I like that. Or just like right. Yeah. Or just call it is pure stupidity. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, I've yeah I've totally experienced that, and I think probably one of the. Um, most, I guess, um, realist moments I had was, you know, before I got in a film, um, I worked in finance and I was working up a loan for this guy. And um, I think he was from like Louisiana. And he was. I don't. I don't want to, you know, stereotype the South. <laughs> uh, but no, he was from. I, I believe it was somewhere south. And um, first of all, it was weird that he felt really comfortable saying this over the phone because he doesn't know me right um but uh he started he started going on about i guess it was like his neighbor 
And he just starts saying, nigger this and niggers that. I was like... We have one N-bomb. I was kind of like, okay. And you know, it was so funny because I didn't say anything to him. Right. You know, I think it was... Was this a white guy that was saying? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was a white guy. Louisiana, come on. Come on. Yeah. Do better than this. Get your act together. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny because I was like, really taking I was really kind of shocked because I don't think I would... Like, I would never say that. If you're going to say it, you know, say it to your family. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't you say don't, it with one right I wonder if he thought me. that you were white or yeah. something. He was like, well, well she's I, obviously in on this. Right. Right. Well, right. even right. if I was white, I think that would still be offensive. That would not be you know, right. that, of course. Yeah, yeah. that still wouldn't be okay. Right. So it was funny. I, I t- but you know, I was going to make a lot of money off the loan, so I kindly <laughs> did not <laughs> say like, Kindly declined. I need this. You know, <laughs> like if I was to say, I'm black, and then he, you know, and then there's a long pause. There's really like a long, uncomfortable and pause, and then you know, it's like lose for me because I don't make my commission. You yeah. Know? So it's like you know, he 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 may go. I I don't know what was gonna happen. I guess I was just so shocked at the moment. But anyways, I experienced that as a uh, just growing up as a child, and you know, just stuff like well, you're not. Well, you're not. Oh, that's my favorite one. Yeah. It's like you're like yeah. Ron, You're black, but you're not black. 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 Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of the yeah. SNL yeah. skit. I don't know. Did you guys see the SNL skit with yeah. uh, Melissa McCarthy and when yeah. they did the Beyonce? Um, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 I hope you got you charge that guy higher interest rate. Right. I, you know what? I I don't uh, no retaliation. You know. <laughs> <You're really laughs> I you know that's yeah that's just me. And I just love that it was just like a dude you're yeah. talking to on the phone that you We're don't just even know. Having a normal right. conversation. Right. He, I was like, like whoa. Right. You know that that guy just like job hops one, and it's right. always <laughs> the same reason, but they don't tell him why. Yeah. yeah. They're just yeah. like yeah. You should know. Yeah. Goodbye. 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 I can't hold down a job to save my life. It was just so uncomfortable. I just quickly changed the subject. Yeah. Oh, the weather. So, we have the audio version of playing a clip from oh, yes. that hasn't been shot. Oh yes. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna, gonna read a scene. And we're read gonna a scene. read an excerpt from the film. I hope I've selected one that sells it, but we'll see. Would you like uh, to set up this scene? Oh, I guess that would make sense because they haven't seen the initial part. Well, the lead character, the African American guy, and his best friend, um, the urban obsessed white guy. Um, this is the first time we're introduced to them. They are um, riding along in the car together um, on their way to campus. So, I will say that. Um, I will play Chad and um, Matthew, if you will play Michael, that'd be great. I will. And the narration will be read by Madame Lorraine. Madame Lorraine. Oh, okay, great. You two hug the mic so we can, we can get clear dialogue and all that. Okay. All right, here we go. Ready? This is our first sneak peek of you people. Okay, Chad and Michael cruise down the neighborhood. Michael sips whiskey from a metal, metal flask. Chad scans a tattoo of an angel on Michael's forearm with the caption, Never Forgotten, and the name Billy etched across. Michael hands Chad a tattered photograph of his deceased brother and himself. I remember that night. We were all on the lake. You, me, and... You can say his name. Billy. Mind if I break up the monotony? 
Michael skims through the radio, disapproving of each song. A familiar hip-hop song plays. Michael raps the verses. Chad turns the stereo off. I'm sorry, I can't. It's too early to turn up. I haven't had my pumpkin spice latte. Nigga, it's never too early to turn up. You just fucked up my flow. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I fuck up your flow, bro? I couldn't hear the sound of my own thoughts over that mindless noise. <laughs> this is coming from the guy that thinks Swiss Beats is a ready-made salad from Whole Foods. You are culturally required to like rap music. Does Mouthmore count? You forget I love soul too. Marvin Gaye's Gotta Give It Up is my all-time favorite song. It's my duty as your friend to give you an urban education. Oh, do enlighten me, please, master. <laughs> I can teach you a thing or two about how hard it is for us black folks out here in the projects. You aren't black and this isn't the projects. This is white suburbia? I am the fucking Mr. Miyagi of blackness, son. Watch and learn. Michael pulls out a joint, ignites it. Chad rolls down the window. Michael passes the joint to Chad. Chad refuses. A black man that doesn't smoke weed or listen to rap music, an enigma. Chad approaches the stoplight. An angry uh, police officer pulls up. Michael drops a joint on the floor, coughing. Damn it, Mike. Just keep smiling. The officer turns to look at them. Chad and Michael smile. The officer tilts his head to look at Chad, studying his profile for a few seconds. The light turns green. The officer looks forward, exits. And scene. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful. My mom got me this sound machine for Christmas when she found out that I was doing a podcast. That's very like, thoughtful. Mom, it's, it's not like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of awesome. So now I officially have to use it. That was a great scene. Thank you. Thank that was wonderful. And this script has actually won some awards already. Or it's been it's been like it, a finalist. It's been a it was a quarter finalist in the the final draft big break screenplay contest and then it ranked in the top 20% at the Austin Film Festival last year. That's so. fantastic. Well, congratulations. On Thank that. you. And now the next step is seeing the gosh darn thing get made. Get made. So let's talk about that. I'm going to I'm going to ask you some like businessy questions. Uh -oh. All right. So um, how is this movie unique to the other locally produced films around here? Well, um, we're we're in Bible Belt, conservative Oklahoma, so I I had no, I know, it's crazy. What is what am I thinking? No, um, so that's part of the reason why I didn't want to. I almost moved to Los Angeles a few years ago, um, but for a million different reasons, it didn't happen. I know, but I th I realize now that there's so many ways to shoot films here in Oklahoma cheaply. And you can get, you can tell the same kind of story, same quality of stories for a fraction of the cost. Yeah. Um, but also just the kind of the social atmosphere here. I think this would be a good film. I mean, a good topical film um, about, you know, race, gender. We touch on sexual orientation, a lot of different things that are kind of trigger points here, specifically here in this state. Yeah. And if I'm addressing it in, you know, an agreeable way, you know, where at least like using comedy as, you know, to make it more digestible for people. That's the best. I think that, you know, hopefully it won't be too controversial. Hopefully it'll just bring about some kind of positive growth, you know, and social change. Yeah. And even if it is, who cares? Right. <laughs> just, to me, that just creates a conversation. Right. Or at least it's supposed to. It creates a dialogue. <laughs> yeah. People who just get angry and, you know, wave their arms around, you know, right. forget them. But blah, blah. 
So uh, why should people support you? We're getting, by the way, this episode is actually, I'm fast-tracking this. It's going up next Thursday, which is the day that you're having, oh, okay. you know, the big, the big kickoff the thing. Big so why should people support the crowdfund? People should support the crowdfund um, because I'm sure that we can all relate to, in some capacity, being the victim of labels or stereotypes or, you know, I think that this is something that is not specific to minority groups, but, um, but we can use that as kind of a catalyst, you know, um, for bringing about the message. I think that by supporting it, you will be giving a voice to a lot of people who aren't regularly seen in positive lights on screen, so. Yeah, I also think it's an exciting opportunity to support art in a state that isn't particularly known for it. Right. Yes. And yeah. Brother. And there's quite a few things that have been shot here, and it's you know we're getting a lot more film companies right. coming here, and I think it's a moment where we can have one of Oklahoma's own you know produce right. his own film Absolutely. to show how his story growing up in Oklahoma has affected him and you know the people right. around him. And yeah. I think that's and, and you know, yeah, and part of it, I mean, too, I mean, like just recently, you know, we had the. The Oscars so white controversy, whatever. Yeah. You know? And oh, I, man, and I wanted you to have. I was. I wanted to be here. Episode. I wanted to be here. I had so uh, much, so much insight. Because you know what? It didn't even occur to me. That even we were going to talk about the Oscars so white thing, and then the entire fucking panel of people that I had on the episode were white. Oscar, we're all white. <laughs> <laughs> well, and with that controversy, I mean, like, of course, I took a kind of you know uh, devil's advocate approach to it because, of course, I was disappointed to see that there weren't you know. There wasn't any diversity, not just blacks, but like Asians. There was just, it was a, it was yeah. a, but for the most part though, I didn't look at that as a problem that we should be pointing the finger at the Academy because sure. they just had what they had to look at. And that's, yeah. and that was the end of it. But that also is a problem because that's saying that, you know, that there weren't enough films that were of quality nature to say with minority characters that would even be considered for an Oscar, you know? So I think the bigger, another reason why they should support is that this is my response to that kind of issue. Before it was even even blown up into some kind yeah. of debate, this was my creative, constructive way of saying like, okay, well, here's a young African-American writing a story about this very subject, diversity, yeah. and putting, you know, and talking about identity towards, you know, minority characters. And but, that is freaking awesome. Like, and I, that's the one thing that I could say, like, at least the whole Oscar so white thing, at least that kind of brought that, you know, why, why do we not have more of more high quality movies being made that are, right. you know, right. black centered or Asian centered or, you know, right. or anything. And it's so, even worse for Hispanics, honestly. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, because we, I mean, I, see, I guess more right now we've been talking about African-Americans not seen as much. And that seems to be the people talk complaining about it. But. But even Hispanics have less. I mean, we don't see many movies totally. with them where it's not just and about like, their culture. You know? Aren't they like the largest minority in the States? Right, yeah. 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 Until they build that wall. Until they build that wall. Gotta get all the Mexicans back to where they belong. When it's interesting because, you know, if you think about studios, a lot of them are run by older white men. Yeah. And it's even the same. Or, like, or Jewish people. Or Jewish people. <laughs> in, in theater as well. I know a statistic I read um, is on Broadway last year, 7% of Broadway plays were written by women. Just 7%. Oh my gosh. So it's, it's, like you were saying, it's a lot of different groups that are being marginalized. Maybe not intentionally, but overall. Right. You know, and I have seen a lot of... Uh, new programs out that are specifically seeking Hispanic writers, black writers, female mm -hmm. writers, right. you know, because they want a voice 
And I think it's going to take a little bit of time, but you know, projects like that can really right. help lend a voice to all these other groups. And it, and, it, and it helps, you know, when minorities are telling their stories, you right. know, because yeah. sometimes the 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 I mean, I mean, because everything can be well intentioned. I'm not de definitely not saying that whites shouldn't can't write stories with African American <laughs> characters, but I feel like that happens a lot. It happens a lot, like though. White guilt more than yeah. yeah you know so I mean? let me tell this story in a you know like, but I mean, it's, yeah. But I think it's it helps, you know, whenever. You have the insight, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can you could tell it you're not going to, you know, I mean, dismantle your own race. I would hope not. Maybe you're self hating, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> ben Carson will know. But I just but I just, you know, I think I think that it's it helps that when whenever we're telling our own stories too. Just to, to provide a, you know, a more authentic look into it. Maybe maybe yeah. certain things that they don't even know to look for, you know. But yeah. How, I, I'm actually going to skip ahead to a, a, a question that I had that was going to be last, but I think this is this is a good spot for this. How do you feel about you know because we all work in the film industry. Lo, I've worked with you. You were just on Hellraiser, yeah. Laurent. I can't even name all the things that we've, we've worked been on, on together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Everything and like there, the how do you feel about the state of diversity in Hollywood? In Hollywood, as a whole. And I'm talking like men or women, women minorities. No you know, uh, sexual orientation, all that. I think it's getting better for sure. We're seeing more visibility of, of for example, of like LGBT characters in, in television. And, and I mean, they're getting bigger roles where sometimes they are the leads. Um, I think this past year was a great year for women. I mean, um, in terms of like, three-dimensional roles where they're not like housewives or the woman, right. the woman on the phone in a Taken 4 movie, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think at what um, point you just think that he's a bad dad. Yeah. At what point do you just think he's probably really bad at this? Is it keep getting taken? No. Um, I think I think we've definitely seen growth, and I just I just think because I mean because even like with this this past year we didn't see any African Americans nominated, but just a few years ago you know Twelve Years a Slave, and yeah. then Lupita Nyong'o won and. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve McQueen won Great. Best Director. So we yeah. had a lot of, I mean, so it's, it, it's like it goes up and down. The thing right. is, I think we just need more consistency. A black person doesn't need to win every year. Right. But it would be nice if, you know, you know, the ones that were, you know, the quality performances that were there were acknowledged or even seen. But then more, yeah. more times than not, I think it's a distribution problem. You don't have enough, you know, African-Americans in higher up positions that's great yeah. producing directing well yeah. I, I think yeah maybe you can you can yeah it's, I, I think it's more of a you know a money issue i don't think necessarily like for example um nina simone for example you know people have a problem with zoe saldana playing that because she's she's a latina but she's not black enough yeah. yeah, you know. Whatever that means. Well, yeah. Well, you see, this reverse know, racism. It's just like, it's, it's, yeah, it's so weird. But Zoe is probably going to bring in, there's probably other actresses that look more like Nina Simone, you know, but Zoe may, I think the people that are making those decisions are probably thinking, well, she's going to pull in more money right. uh, for us. Right. And so and I think it really kind of boils down to a like a money thing hmm. in, in some aspects. Yeah, man, I feel like it's at, weird. At the end of the day, the, their favorite color is green. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's right. what I'm saying. It's, right. It, right. They That's a quote I'm stealing from Lauren and Nala. That's not one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I think you're right because even um, I went to the Austin Film Festival this past year and um, the director for The Blind Side was there and he's a white guy. Um, 
And I thought it was interesting because the panel was about um, <clears throat> racial and ethnic diversity. Right. And I thought... Was well, it like an all-white panel? And I, Well, for the most part. And I thought it was interesting because it's like, well, he made The Blind Side, but that movie in particular has been criticized for being like, yeah. you know, you didn't tell this guy's story. He's the secondary character in it. And, um, and really the focus was was Sandra Bullock. She won the Oscar, so there's proof. You know, so, but, right, yeah. But, um, you know, whenever I ask the question, I mean, because of course, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm never confrontational about it, but I am curious. And, and, you know, he said that, you know, we couldn't, if we had flipped the, the roles and made it the emphasis on the actual NFL player, then it would have been, you know, um, then we would have lost ourselves. The reason we reversed it and made it right. about Sandra Bullock was because people were going to go see a Sandra Bullock movie before they see a movie about him. So. Well, what about the Will Smith movie? Concussion. 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 Yeah, I mean Will well, Smith. I mean, people wouldn't saw that one, but they they were saying that he was. I mean, I don't. I see. I saw it. I didn't think. It was I didn't think it was. I didn't think he was that great. I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I barely made it through it. It was, it it was, was I his accent was a little too distracting. It was a, it the was, accent was. Uh, I mean, I like Will fine, but I mean, it wasn't an Oscar worthy film. Wow. That was just them pandering. Like we had many, like you know, straight up Compton was. Was fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I liked it, but not. I definitely liked. It. I won't. I won't say I didn't like it. I will just say that it wasn't an Oscar caliber. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, they I, were I, trying. I, and they I, were it trying. wasn't that movie. I thought it was a great yeah. movie, but like, yeah, I felt like it got a lot more praise. A lot more praise than what they were. They were. They were at that point. They were just desperate to like bring one of them in. <laughs> just, yeah. just bring okay. them in. Okay. <laughs> like, one of one of you people. One of you people. Go on. It will be curious to see what it'll look like next year now. I mean, are they going to feel so guilty that all of a sudden it'll be like, know, just overcompensate. Like, overcompensate. Everyone's white. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone's black. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone's white. That's, that's, the, that's the sequel to you people. Everyone's black. Okay, so let's let's bring it back to the uh, the event that is happening tonight. Oh, yes. Uh, tonight, uh, yes. Tonight. Because this is airing... Um, Right before the event starts. Yes, tonight I'm hosting the um, official launch of the You People campaign. Um, so people who want to attend can come to the Paramount in downtown Oklahoma City. Um, we'll be um, giving away two floor seat tickets to. This is me. This is me uh, really pandering. Um, <laughs> we'll be giving two floor seat tickets to Amy Schumer. We're wrapping those off. But for the most part. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sorry, that was just perfectly appropriate. <laughs> Go on. But essentially, we'll I will discuss the film in in more detail. We'll premiere the promo videos that we shot for it last year. There's four, and then um, we'll be raising money for the production so that hopefully in the fall or early spring of next year, I will be directing this film that we are speaking of um, yes. in the state of Oklahoma. Yes, so. that's awesome. So have you guys figured out your perks yet? Are you doing a Kickstarter or are you doing it Indiegogo? Indiegogo. I just don't want Kickstarter taking my money. <laughs> I just feel like it's too much pressure. It's like if I don't make it, I don't, oh, no, I don't totally. see any of this. Mm -hmm. It's and like you feel like a failure. I feel like it's like the people that are afraid to go to the ATM. Like if you're like at a bar <laughs> and the ATM machine's like it's gonna cost me three dollars if I take money out of this ATM and not from my bank. So I'm gonna drive all the way across town to my bank right. yeah. and spend the three dollars in gas just so I don't have to pay the surcharge for it. Yep. So I mean, I feel like just go with Indiegogo because yeah. they're gonna take a little bit out, but you get to keep most of the money that you earn. So. Yeah, totally. But so uh, have you guys figured out your perks yet? We've figured out a lot of perks. Yeah. Um, there's 16 total. We're going to give away um, copies of the script. We have uh, 
uh, custom made posters that we design, t-shirts. Um, I have um, some um, artwork that's been dedicated, I mean, been donated to the campaign by a friend of mine who's doing some cultural images of different different minority characters that we're going to give away. Nice. Um, you can be an associate producer on the film. Um, if you really got big bucks, you know, <laughs> um, you can come on set, you know, we'll do a, you know, a, a set visit. Um, there's even one, and this was actually the Reigns idea, I think, to have a soul food dinner, Ooh. cultural dinner, you know, um, with the director. So I will cook for you. Me and Dylan Shelby were obsessed with oh, crawfish yeah, boils. Dylan, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our inner mm-hmm. Katie yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> coming out. So when does the event start? And is there admission? Uh, there's no cost for admission. You, it's it, it's free to come. Um, we will. There, there's a bar, of course, and there there'll be music, um, a little bit of entertainment. Um, but it's free to come. It starts at seven p.m. and it, and it lasts till nine. So yes, and, and we would gonna... prefer people to RSVP. I do prefer them yes. to RSVP. If you want, if you do want to attend the event, you can find me on Facebook, um, and you can actually go to the page on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash/youpeoplemovie, um, and you can let me know there. Yes. Uh, what was I going to ask? I was going to ask one more thing. Oh, where is it going to be? Did we already say that? Yes, the Paramount. The Paramount downtown um, Oklahoma City. I don't know the exact address, but maybe you do. I don't know what that is. 701 West Sheridan. The address is, yeah, 701 West Sheridan Avenue, Oklahoma City, 73102. What? There we go. That's where we are. That's where we are right now. So it's going to be happening downstairs on the second floor in the Paramount room. Yes. And that's gonna be right. sick. And for anyone that can't go to the event, there are still ways, of course, to get involved. You can go to the Indiegogo page and just search for you people, and we'll be—it'll be on for two months. So awesome! Every dollar counts. Yeah. Yes, that's fantastic. Okay, so um, do you have any 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 final remarks about the movie? About what would you like to say to the general public? Um, you know what? Let's let's let's. You're gonna give us your uh, thank you speech after you've reached your goal <laughs> oh, on the Indiegogo. Oh, and and go. Okay. For everyone that contributed to this um, black cultural masterpiece of mine, um, every contribution you know has you're you are now part of this production. You're no you're not just a donor. You know your names will be in the credits, and I appreciate you all very much. Thank you. Okay, it's a, I love this thing. It's, a it's kind of amazing. <laughs> this is the first time I've used this Mom's on the episode. Mom's good. Yeah, that's a, yes. Thanks, I like Mom. It. So, you guys want to play some games? Let's play some games. Let's play oh, some God. games. Oh, boy. All right, so uh, as you listeners know, this is not just a discussion <laughs> podcast, but this is a let's have some fun and play some, some gamey games podcast. So, this first we're, one we're going to play is, uh, is a little warm-up game. And we're gonna we're gonna do it. Two. I'm trying to think here. Now, now we're just gonna go with what I wrote down. So this is a game <laughs> called Questions. We played this on the Oki Show show before. The way this works is that you can only communicate in questions. And here's our synopsis. First of all, do I have two volunteers to act? 
I will volunteer as <laughs> tribute. He I'll volunteers as tribute. As yeah. tribute? I'll give it a shot. Okay, okay. So, All right. um, Eric, yes. is it? Okay, yeah. so you are going to be playing a, a very, very sensitive former gangbanger. <laughs> this, this is typecast. This is typecast. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you, you now, you opened up a flower shop, and you just want to leave the past behind. And Matt, you are just a, a fellow who's got serious foot and mouth. Okay. You just can't say the right thing. You cannot say yes. it. You just keep yeah. saying the wrong thing. So basically, Poor guy just, just is trying to turn his life around. <laughs> Throw him a freaking bone, Matt. <laughs> I can't promise oh, any. Here we go. Questions in three, two, one. Can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. Yes. It's perfect. Do you have any of those like vagina flowers? What is a vagina flower? Do you know the flowers I'm talking about? What does it look like? <laughs> Isn't there some sort of stem and some sort of labial-like oh petal? Oh goodness. What the fuck? <laughs> That's a question. That is a question. Are they white? Do they have some sort of cone in the center? <laughs> oh, excuse me, excuse me. Um, is this where I buy the drugs? Why do you need drugs for? You just strike me as the kind of guy that I could score some. You know what? Should I go somewhere else? I th are you here for drugs? <laughs> I'm here for drugs. Are you here for drugs? What kind of drugs are you looking for? God. What do you think would be the best to go with? Hmm. What have you tried? <laughs> what haven't I tried is the question. <laughs> hmm. Do you like party drugs? What kind of party drugs? Do you like Molly? What is Molly? What isn't you should Molly? Try <laughs> do you know what Molly is? You strike me as someone who knows what Molly is. Why do you keep asking me that question? Why wouldn't I? Look at you. Is it... I mean... Uh, what the, would you... was, that, was that the wrong thing to say? Why would you think that? Are you gonna beat me up? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh god. And that was questions. Oh. Featured Eric and Matt. Thank you guys. Oh yeah. Wonderful. My Oscar-winning performance. <laughs> yeah, you were great. The vagina great. flowers. No one knows. Was... Like Georgia O'Keeffe, the artist, used to paint yeah. the flowers. Yeah. Really? The yeah. vagina flowers. And I, I honestly can't remember what flowers they are. I think it might be some he sort of He couldn't say anything. He was speechless. No. Vaginas make me speechless. I don't know. I don't know. Would a vagina flower be tulips? Yeah. I think it would be tulips. I wouldn't know. Vaginas keep... Never mind. Yeah. We'll just leave it like that. Oh, Just talk about it. Let's talk, let's go talk on. About it. No, no, no. Go wait, ahead. wait, wait. We're already into the next game. Yeah, I was, right. No, it, I, I was talking about. The, did you get any guys? Probably don't watch girls on HBO. I just started actually. Oh, the show. Time. I thought you met women. Do I watch? Oh, women? It, 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 all yes, the time. Lena Dunham. I got it. Got it. Yeah, the last episode where she flashed her. I think it was like you guys didn't see the last episode she where flashed she flashed her, flashed her, her Harry. So. Does it have Kylo Ren in it? If it doesn't, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. Kylo Ren is in it. Yeah, Adam Driver's in it. Yeah, yeah, he is. I thought he left the show for Star Wars. Is he back? I think he's still he's back. Now. I saw him on. I saw him on the other day. Adam Driver's back. Oh. Well, now I'm gonna have to watch well. girls. Well, now he's driving. Okay, so this this last and final game. This is uh, this is a game called Ask Cat. 
And uh, this is a, a UCB classic, Upright Citizens Brigade classic. And the way that this works is that you're going to have um, a, we're going to have a monologist is basically somebody that takes a word and tells a story based on that word and uh, or a phrase in this case. So who would like to be the monologist? Who, who's who got a lot of stories, you know, kind of stored away? You're the writer. Well, I am the writer, so I yes. guess I'll give this a whirl. Okay. Um, stories. Well, this should be easy for you. This should be easy. I just okay. create a story. Yeah, so the, the, the prompt is you people. You people. Oh. Yeah. So tell you a story about you people. Hmm. Where, what, is, what is the phrase you people drum up? Um, you people um, is a common expression that we use to um, disassociate ourselves to disassociate ourselves or to separate ourselves from other people. Um, and pause real quick. Pause. While he's telling the story. Oh, mm-hmm. cavalcade of characters in this room. Yeah. Uh, be kind of thinking of a way that we could pull off a scene based off of what he's talking about. Okay. And Lorraine, if you don't want to, you don't have to. So giving a you people story, right? Yeah, yeah. A you people story. Oh, okay. boy. Let's see. Um, okay, so I'm in a grocery store, and um, I'm there with my mother, and she tells me to go check out the electronic section. Mm-hmm while she does the rest of the groceries so that I don't put anything else in the cart. Um, A store clerk notices me perusing through the DVD collection and she pretends to be dusting behind me. Um, My mom notices this and she, um, my mom's very fair skinned so she could actually pass for a white woman if if she didn't open her mouth. Um, (laughs) um, And um, she meets the lady on the other end of the aisle, um, approaches her, and the woman leans in and says, you know, can I help you, ma'am? And my mom says, well, can I help you? And she says, well, I'm just making sure that that gentleman over there isn't trying to steal, oh, you know, no. the latest DVD. Um, uh, let's see, what, Star Wars, Star Wars, definitely, I was still that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Um and God, this got really dark so quickly. Um, it's okay. No, this is we're we're going to try to light it up. <laughs> um, so the end of the story, um, my mom approaches her and says, hey, you know, um, that kid that you're referring to is actually my son. Oh. And he, you know, has always had everything he's ever needed. He would never need to steal from anybody. Um, <laughs> And something along the lines of she was a redhead, go stalk something, you fire crotch. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, so I mean, that's a Mom wins. Mom wins. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Aww, Think we can do this? Think we got this? Okay. Here we go. Ask Kat. Oh, God. Please make this funny. Do you see, uh, <laughs> do you see that, uh, that fella over there? Which, which one? The blonde guy? Over there with the, with the Star Wars? Oh, yeah, he's, he's checking it out. What do you think of that guy? I mean, I don't know, he's kind of cute. <laughs> That's... What? What? I mean, I he's... I didn't even know you swing that way. Um, <laughs> that wasn't... I'm, I just thought you were talking about that girl. I mean, <laughs> he's obviously... I mean, he's he looks suspicious. Wait, wait, wait. One of them? One of, one of who? One of them? Back to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust him. 
He does look a little sp suspicious. I don't know how many times you need to read the, yeah. the synopsis on Star Wars. I know, I know. Mm. I think he's looking, he's looking a little threatening to that, that pretty lady over there. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> Is yeah. this gentleman bothering you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you like me to do something about this gentleman bothering you? Yes. Thanks Please. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry. Oh, well, should we ask him to leave? I mean, he looks kind of scary. I mean, maybe if we go up together. That's a good idea. <laughs> Two against one. Strength in numbers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here, let's come over here to this lady. Ma'am? <laughs> yeah? We think that if we confront him with all three of us, we can get him to leave you alone. I'm not going over there. Agreed. Let's do this. <laughs> Sir? Sir? Yes, yes, yes. How are you liking Star Wars? It's pretty legit. <laughs> Um, uh, just to let you know, you're, you're bothering this, this lady right here. Oh, am I? Yeah. Did tell she, did, did no. she, did she say no. as much? Tell him no. what you told me. Yeah. What did she tell him? I, I didn't say anything. She said something. No. No. Her exact quote say? was yes. Where are we in that one? That's yes. good. Wow. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. Well, Thank uh, you for letting, and letting me come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, give us the uh, where we can find you people on social media. Yes. Um, you can find you people film on um, uh, Twitter. Um, you, can, where you can follow us on Instagram. Same thing, you people film. Um, you can go to our main site on Facebook at you people. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, Facebook.com slash you people movie. Um, and then if you wish to donate to the, the campaign, you can go to Indiegogo and search you people and donate as such there. Bam. Come to the event tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. And tell your friends to come. Let's kick it. Thank you guys so much. And you can follow oh, Okie Show us. Show online at Twitter, at Okie Show Show, on Facebook, at Okie Show Show, and on Instagram if you would like to see some silly videos and onset photos and all that stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you guys for coming out, and we'll see you in the next two weeks. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs>